Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the breaking news. Former Vice President Mike Pence appears before a federal grand jury investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol. What his testimony could mean for former President Trump. Here are tonight's headlines. Mike Pence, under oath for seven hours, what we're learning. The 21-year-old Air National Guardsman accused of leaking America's secrets in court. The cache of weapons and tactical gear found in his bedroom. Why he was previously flagged by law enforcement. Residents across the Midwest evacuate as the Mississippi River swells to dangerous levels. Former columnist E. Jean Carroll returned to the stand today in a Manhattan courtroom. Now, Carroll faced cross-examination after telling her side of the story to the jury Wednesday. One round. Crime in America, the ATF shows us how cheap parts are making guns deadlier and the streets more dangerous. How often are you seeing these now? About 50% more than we saw last year. 50% more? Absolutely. A new diabetes drug used to lose weight. But what about the side effects? People are reading about these. Their friends are taking them. They're hearing about celebrities that are taking them. Legendary talk show host Jerry Springer has died. Take care of yourself and each other. Put your pinky rings up to the moon. And James Corden's final commute. The host of The Late Late Show and his last carpool karaoke. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. 
We begin with some breaking news here in Washington. CBS News has confirmed that former Vice President Mike Pence appeared before a grand jury investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Pence testified for more than seven hours about the events leading up to the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Special counsel Jack Smith wanted to know about Pence's conversations with former President Donald Trump and Trump's alleged role in plans to block congressional certification of President-elect Joe Biden's election victory. A federal appeals court on Wednesday rejected Trump's last-minute bid to try and block Pence's testimony. CBS's Robert Costa is going to start us off tonight from outside the federal courthouse here in D.C. Good evening, Robert. In seven hours, that's a lot of testimony. Indeed. Good evening, Nora. Former Vice President Mike Pence at the center of the storm before and during the Capitol attack. And today, sources told CBS News he came prepared to tell the truth within certain legal bounds about what really happened behind the scenes in that relentless effort to get him to stop the Biden presidency. Special counsel Jack Smith got his star witness today, former Vice President Mike Pence, whose appearance before the grand jury was one former President Donald Trump repeatedly tried to block. Pence's SUV left the D.C. courthouse this evening after his lengthy session with investigators. Trump, citing executive privilege, wanted to stop Pence from sharing details about the days leading up to the January 6th attack and Trump's pressure campaign to overturn the 2020 election. Will you, for example, be able to testify in your view about the private conversations you have had with President Trump? People can be confident that we'll, uh, we'll obey the law, we'll comply with the law. Trump leaned into Pence privately and publicly on January 6th. And I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. Pence's refusal to block the certification of the election infuriated Trump. Now, with Pence moving closer to entering the race for the White House, his testimony today could affect the legal and political fate of his potential rival. There may be no better witness uh, about what the president knew and was going to do and tried to do than the vice president himself. Sources tell CBS News that Pence prepared for this for weeks, talking with his lawyers about the chronology of key players, what they did, the memos they sent him, all to make sure he was ready for the questions from the special counsel. Nora. Robert Costa with that breaking news at the courthouse. Thank you. Let's turn now to that national security case involving leaked classified documents. A Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of posting military secrets online. Well, he appeared in court this afternoon. CBS's Catherine Herridge reports that federal prosecutors want 21-year-old Jack Texasera to remain behind bars pending trial. Wearing an orange jumpsuit, 21-year-old Jack Texera sat impassively and his family left the detention hearing without comment. After his dramatic arrest this month, prosecutors allege investigators found a gun locker in his bedroom at his mom's Massachusetts home and weapons including rifles, AK-style weapons and a bazooka. The court documents accused the Air National Guardsman, who held a top-secret clearance, of searching online about mass killings at a Buffalo supermarket, a Uvalde, Texas elementary school, among others, and posted disturbing comments saying he wanted to, quote, kill a ton of people. Five years ago, it's also alleged Texera was suspended from high school for talking about Molotov cocktails, guns, and making racial threats. 
It was given his alleged history. How did Texera pass the background security clearance? The Air Force and the Department of Defense are also taking a look uh, at security protocols and practices here. I think the answer, the short answer to your question is we, we don't know. Texera is apparently threatening high school behavior once flagged to local police and initially blocked him from purchasing weapons. But that changed after Texera cited his position of trust in the U.S. government. After allegedly posting classified material on a social media platform, prosecutors accused Texera of smashing computers and a gaming console and telling others to delete all messages. The government says Texera began accessing highly classified materials in February last year, and not all of it has publicly surfaced and has the capacity to cause additional exceptionally grave damage to the national security. The Air Force temporarily suspended two commanders of Texera's unit and stripped them of their access to classified systems. Further disciplinary action has not been ruled out. And today, prosecutors suggested more charges are possible for Texera, who already faces 25 years if convicted. Nora. A lot of new information, Catherine. Thank you. Communities along the upper Mississippi River are bracing as floodwaters continue to rise due to heavy rains and spring snowmelt. Five states, including Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, are seeing some of the worst river flooding in two decades. Meteorologist Nick Stewart from our CBS affiliate, KGAN, is following the rising waters from Guttenberg, Iowa. This is the commute for some people living along the Mississippi River where floodwaters now cover the roads. You know, this is a little bit extreme. So I don't have any heat, I don't have any water. It's like camping in an expensive house. <laughs> On the islands dotting the river, many homes are now accessible only by boat. You can't tell, but this is Riverview Road. It has become part of the Mississippi River. It will be cresting soon, the highest crest in more than two decades. The Mississippi River is approaching, or is at major flood stage, all along Iowa's eastern border. Melting snow is feeding the river with flood warnings from the border of Canada to Louisiana. We've got about 20 inches of water in the basement. This is part of the life that you know. You're on the water, so you have to take the good with the bad. Down the river from here in Dubuque, the mighty Mississippi is expected to crest this weekend at 23 feet. Flood stage is at 16 feet. A major flood risk stretches through the next week. And there's 17 floodgates, and for the third time, uh, and since we built the system in 1973, that will have it completely closed. And many protective levees in eastern Iowa were built after the devastating flood of 1965. It's not expected to get anywhere near that this time. And with drier weather in the forecast, these river levels will slowly start to recede early next week. Nora. Nick Stewart, thank you. The former magazine columnist accusing former President Donald Trump of rape and defamation faced intense cross-examination today. E. Jean Carroll testified that she was emboldened to come forward with her accusation after the Harvey Weinstein scandal and the rise of the Me Too movement. CBS's Elaine Gahano is at the courthouse in Lower Manhattan. Donald Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, wasted no time trying to raise doubts about E. Jean Carroll's allegation that in the mid-1990s, former President Trump assaulted her in a New York department store dressing room. Tacopina asked Carroll about, quote, supposedly being raped by Trump. Not supposedly, Carroll replied, I was raped. That's your version, Tacopina responded. Carroll, those are the facts. Carol alleges the attack was violent and left her traumatized. She did not report it to police. In a heated exchange, Takapina noted Carol never screamed at Trump during the assault or screamed for help. 
I'm not a screamer, Carol testified, adding later in a raised voice, I'm telling you, he raped me whether I screamed or not. Takapina suggested Carol made the allegation publicly just to sell her autobiography, which was released in 2019. Carol denied that and said she came forward after women began sharing their stories during the Me Too movement. Trump has repeatedly denied the allegations. In a statement, the communications director for Trump's re-election campaign called the civil trial a fake case and a witch hunt. This case is 100 percent revolving around the credibility of E. Jean Carroll. These nine jurors must believe her in order to find for her an award damages. Eugene Carroll will resume her testimony on Monday. Now, that's the same day Donald Trump is expected to leave for a four-day visit to his golf clubs in Scotland and Ireland. Nora? Elaine Cajano at the courthouse, thank you. We want to turn now to a possible breakthrough in the fight against obesity. Drug maker Eli Lilly today said one of its medications used to treat type 2 diabetes has shown promising results when it comes to weight loss, and it's asking the FDA for fast-track approval. CBS's Nikki Batiste reports in tonight's Health Watch, it could become the most effective treatment for those looking to lose weight. People taking Manjaro lost up to 25 pounds. It's the newest drug causing a frenzy, and the drug maker says it's the most effective for weight loss yet. I asked my doctor specifically for Manjaro. In August, Rachel Graham's doctor told her she was about 65 pounds overweight and pre-diabetic. She was prescribed Manjaro. The weight loss was slow and steady, two or three pounds a week consistently until I had lost uh, 65 pounds. In a late-stage trial, Eli Lilly says overweight patients with diabetes lost up to 16 percent of their body weight. In an earlier trial, overweight patients without diabetes lost up to 22.5 percent of their body weight. Manjaro affects two hormone receptors that affect appetite and satiety. So it turns out the combination works a little bit better. Those using two other popular drugs for weight loss, Ozempic and Wagovi, lost up to 15 percent of their body weight. Social media has increased the demand and the number of prescriptions is soaring. People are coming in asking for the medication by name. Common side effects include nausea, vomiting and diarrhea. Some have reported hair loss and the medication needs to be taken long term. If the medicine is stopped, there is a very good chance that the weight will be regained. Manjaro costs about $1,000 a month, and it's not covered by most insurance. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, New York. Tonight, we continue our look at crime in America with a focus on illegal guns. There's new data from the CDC that reveals eight in 10 murders in the U.S. involve a firearm. And as we are about to show you, small changes to these weapons are making guns more deadly and the streets more dangerous. To see for ourselves, we went to the ATF lab right here in the nation's capital. What kind of gun are we firing? It's a uh, Glock 17. This type of gun on its own is legal. But a simple device can make it more dangerous and illegal. Explain what a Glock switch is. So these are actually referred to as machine gun conversion devices. You can see some of these are mass-produced, uh, metallic-made, and then some of these are uh, additive materials, 3D printed. And this is what you'll hear uh, referred to as a switch. 
The conversion devices are small and inexpensive. They cost as little as $20, but can change a handgun to fire 15 rounds in under two seconds. These are both 3D printed. These ATF techs showed us how on a modified gun, one trigger pull is altered from this to this. You're really kind of spraying bullets. Absolutely, especially yeah. out of a handgun. It's very hard to uh, maintain a, a weapon that small with that amount of fire. We're talking about violent offenders. Commander Lachey Mako ran the Metro Police Gun Recovery Unit and now oversees the 7th District. In your job, Commander, how often are you seeing these now? Uh, we're seeing them with a degree of regularity, um, about 50% more than we saw last year. And that's because it makes this gun much more dangerous? Absolutely. It increases the likelihood that we're going to encounter multiple victims um, when these are used. And also in those singular victim incidents, uh, it increases the likelihood that those incidents will be fatal. The ATF has seen a nearly 600 percent increase nationwide of modified weapons. And just last month, the MPD recovered a 3D printer making illegal weapon parts. I think we understand at the police department that, you know, this is a this is a nationwide issue. We understand that we can't arrest our way out of this. We need assistance. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti, set to join the FBI, says the justice ecosystem needs an overhaul to keep illegal guns from causing more harm. There have been more mass shootings in America in 2023 than there have been days. How much do you worry about a mass shooting in D.C.? It's something that's on my mind every day while we're sitting here. You take, you know, one person with one firearm that's capable of shooting, you know, 100 rounds of ammunition at very rapidly in a short period of time. You know, that can happen anywhere at any, at any time. And we see these converter switches that are able to convert semi-automatic firearms into fully automatic firearms. Those are things that keep me up at night. And we'll have much more of our reporting tomorrow on CBS Mornings. WNBA star Brittany Griner holds an emotional news conference months after returning from detention in Russia. That's next. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WNBA superstar Brittany Griner held an emotional news conference in Phoenix today, speaking to reporters for the first time since her release from a Russian penal colony in December. The 32-year-old all-star held back tears, talking about her resilience. She's returning to the game, but vows to never again play overseas unless she's representing the U.S. at the Olympics. 
I'll say this, you know, the whole reason a lot of us go over, you know, is the pay gap. Um, you know, a lot of us go over there to, to make an income to support our families. Kreiner says she hopes as many people who covered her ordeal, ordeal will cover the WNBA and bring exposure to the league. Well, talk show titan Jerry Springer has died. We'll look back on his colorful career next. Former Cincinnati mayor and tabloid talk show host Jerry Springer died today after a brief illness. The Jerry Springer Show was a guilty pleasure for millions of viewers from 1991 to 2018. His program featured outrageous topics and fiery confrontations, which often resulted in bleeped out arguments and chair throwing. Jerry Springer was 79 years old. A late-night host is ready to say goodbye with one last musical road trip. That's next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. After more than eight years, James Corden is stepping away from the Late Late Show here on CBS. Corden invented many signature sketches, but one in particular got the most mileage. Here's CBS's Ben Tracy. James Corden turned his love of music and need to get to work into an iconic late night sketch. Carpool karaoke first hit the road in 2015. I was like, this is bulletproof. This will work as a segment. I know it will. But then his first passenger showed up. Mariah Carey came out of the house and said to me, listen, I'm not going to sing today. I'm not singing go. today. I was up all night. And you can see me in the cover like, come on. <laughs> was there a moment when you realized this is working? Michelle Obama, you know, her team calling the office direct to say, the first lady would really like to do a <laughs> carpool nice karaoke. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's working, you know. His 2016 sing-along with Adele has been viewed more than 260 million times. Tonight, she's in the driver's seat. How come one becomes so blinded by choices that somebody else made? With James Corden finally riding shotgun, it's one more for the road. I love you so much. I love you too. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Los Angeles. 
Singing always makes us happy. All right, a programming note. We are just two weeks away from Mother's Day, and the CBS Evening News wants to honor a special mom in your life. So send us an email honoring at cbsnews.com or text me at 202-217-1107 with why you think your loved one should be featured. And we can't wait to read your nominations. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.